everybody back again another week here at fish tackle marine over on austin highway got a new episode of fish around and find out got josh joe and we got fern the fisherman yes sir what's up guys what's going <laughs> on dude how are you guys doing today dude i love the energy that's yeah, awesome yeah, exactly right exactly from zero to a hundred hey that's, that's where we're at what is it all gas no brakes mm-hmm. here we go come on Cool, cool, Fern. So, man, this is actually the first time I've ever met you. I know you've been in contact with Joe and stuff a long time, but, man, it's really nice meeting you. So give us a little background, dude. How'd Fern the Fisherman, where'd you come from? Um, I'm originally from uh, San Antonio, Texas. I was born and raised in San Antonio. I mean, I was born in San Antonio and raised in, in Bernie. I've been fishing Bernie, San Antonio, Guadalupe River, mainly Guadalupe River, like literally my whole life. I grew up around like catfishing and stuff like that. So like when I first like found out about bass fishing, I thought it was the most coolest thing ever, like ever, ever, ever. I remember like I was in high school and my buddy was like, let's go fishing. I'm like, okay, I'm down. And he takes me to the Guadalupe River and he gives me this soft plastic crawfish, weightless. He said, just throw it around these trees. And then if you get a little nibble, just set the hook and then and then reel in your fish. And I'm like, okay. So I started, um, this is totally different from like live worm fishing and fake worm fishing. So when I caught my first fish on like a Senko or a crawfish, it felt so much more rewarding than catching a fish on like live bait or like cut bait. Yeah. And I was just hooked on fishing after that, bro. It's like you've won the battle. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's so sick. Yeah. It's yeah. Because you tricked them. That's what it is. Yeah. It's it, it. You feel like you outsmarted them. Yeah. yeah. And I mean that's nothing against all the you know bait fishermen and everything else because. I mean, dude, catching fish is catching fish, but yeah, you get that extra, that extra reward. Yeah, bro, it just feels amazing, bro. When when you pull a fish, it's, there's something about it, bro. Pulling a fish in an artificial bait. Yeah, absolutely. So, how old are you, man? Um, I'm 22. Dang, I feel old. You are old. Yeah, I know. I'm older than all of y'all. <laughs> dude, I feel old, bro, and I'm 22, bro. <laughs> so, I mean, what is uh? What is Fern the Fisherman all about, dude? I mean, what what's your – are you a kayak guy? Do you have a boat? Do you just fish from the bank or do you just do whatever? So I started fishing from the bank at first because I did not have a boat. I didn't even – like, I didn't even think about buying the boat until my dad was like, hey, you want to get a boat? And I was like, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> so he bought like – we went to a Facebook marketplace and we bought like a $1,500 boat. It was like a Ranger 375 or something like that, 18-footer. Hey, that ain't bad. Yeah, it was pretty dope. It was like a 1990-something boat, but it, it, it got us from plan A to plan B, so that's all that mattered. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's and then after that, after we fished on that boat, we fished it for like two or three years. Uh, we got a call for an AC job, and this guy, he, uh, he has this boat there in his parking lot, right? And... He was like, hey, do you want this boat? And I was like, yeah, I want that boat. So we did the AC job for like like $2,500, and we got like a $10,000 boat. No shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. See, HVAC's where it's at. <laughs> that's right. HVAC's where it's at. It's sick, bro. It's not meant for bass fishing, but I like it because it's big. It's like a 22-foot boat. Is it a bass boat, or is it more? Is it like a center console? Yeah, it's a center console boat. Those are good. You know, that's good, though, especially because you fish Canyon a lot, right? Yeah, I can do a lot of offshore fishing. Dude, Canyon gets rough in a hurry with all those. bad, yeah. Yeah, it gets real bad. I've been caught before with that 18-foot Ranger boat, and it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, that's awesome, man. So, so you started, you started with the old Ranger. Now you're in the big boat. So, I mean, dude, that's awesome. When was your last fishing trip? Um, I say like two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. Yeah. I went fishing with one of my buddies in his boat. It's a lot cheaper going to Hippo. He has like a 18 foot uh, tractor boat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. $15 Girl. of gas and you can go anywhere you want. <laughs> yeah, no, you're exactly right, dude. Those little boats nowadays with gas, three fifty a gallon, you know. You can still go fish for 20, 25 bucks. Well, see, that, like when I had a tracker, I had the 2012 uh, 175, and I would throw like 20 bucks in and be good for two trips sometimes. Yeah, bro. Yeah. You know? He'll still have so, half a tank left. After yeah. Fishing exactly. Yeah. I, dude, I love how Joe throws in there like the model and stuff. Like, <laughs> right? Dude, I didn't even know they made different models of trackers. They're just all trackers. <laughs> just a tracker. I was proud of that tracker, dude. I upgraded, but I mean, now, like when I fill up the, the Skeeter now, dude. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, bro. I've been thinking about it. I'm thinking about <laughs> buying a tractor boat straight up. Because that 22 football, I got to put in at least like $60 or $80 in gas, bro, every single time I go fishing. Is it a two stroke? Yeah, it's a two stroke. So yeah. oil, too. See? Yeah, no, no gas, oil. I mean, yeah. you got it all. That's horrible, man. Sometimes. What kind oh, of boat is it? It's a Blue Wave 220 Classic. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Dude, those are good boats. Yeah. Those are really good boats. So Come when on. I when I first seen you, though, like, the energy that you have on your deck, dude, that shit is badass, man. That's what kind of drew me in, man. Yeah. Serious. Dude, yeah, dude. I get hyped sometimes in the boat, man. But that's cool. That means, I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Yeah. I mean, think about it. You get guys that play sports, you know, you get all jacked up when they score a touchdown or hit a three-pointer or whatever. I mean, for us that are fishermen, I mean, that's our deal, you know? I mean, when we catch a fish, that's our – that's how we score. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I've been having so much fun fishing, bro. It's ridiculous. I'll start yelling and screaming and having so much fun. My brother, my little brother, he's like, dude, shut up, bro. We're fishing, bro. Like, there's so many boats around us. Because he, he doesn't want me to blow up the spots that we fish at sometimes. <laughs> now, speaking about your brother, he's a twin? No, no, he's not. No, no. just a younger brother? Yeah, just a younger brother, yeah. I got uh, four siblings, five including me. Okay. Yeah, I'm right. the oldest, so. Gotcha. So I take it uh... – your little brother isn't as energetic as you are. No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> Super I'm the quieter. most energetic out of anybody in the family, but I'm, I'm the sure. oldest. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah, I can see that. I wish I had brothers, man. I oh, really yeah. I can, I can see, uh, whatchamacallit, I can see him fishing with his little brother and his little brother in the back like, dude, shut up. <laughs> like, calm down. <laughs> He'll tell me during the videos and I have to cut it out. Cause like I like keeping the energy good in my videos. Yeah. Sometimes so. you just leave it in there, dude. Right? <laughs> we just we leave shit in here all the time. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's what the people want. Yeah. So speaking of videos, you make what yeah. YouTube videos or Facebook videos? Yeah, so I make, plug, uh, plug. So I started off with uh, Facebook. I was like a little kid, bro, on PlayStation Four. You know, live streaming, me playing scary games and all that type. So you can still find those videos on my Facebook right now. And I transitioned over to buying like action camera so then i started filming my fishing videos and then from there on i just kept uploading more and more and more fishing videos and then one day i'm just scrolling through my youtube channel i'm like looking at my old videos and i see this one video that has eighty thousand views and i was like bro what in the world that's freaking crazy and, Eighty thousand views dude that's pretty legit yeah. yeah and then like i look at the comments and some guys are like oh um Oh, I like this kid's enthusiasm. It's so cool. And other people are like, oh, 
this guy needs to calm down. He's cussing a lot in videos. He's way too young to cuss. <laughs> well, and, and, and you know how it is, dude. When you when you carry that much energy, you know, half the people are going to love it, half the people are going to hate it. So you kind of got to take it. You know, you're not that that enthusiasm isn't going to resonate with everybody. But I think for the most part, if you're watching somebody's video more more often than not, people are going to want to see. You know, people are going to want to see someone having fun. Then someone just turn at the camera and go, "Oh, I caught another one." Yeah. Will, are you working over there? He's working. No. What are you? What are you fucking doing, Will? God dang. Spoiling shit? You act like this place has to make money during the podcast and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, first time seeing Will uh, with his shaved face. Yeah, right. Funny, bro. Oh, I know. Hey. He's shaved. It's weird. <laughs> I think. I think. I think he's got that fresh cut under the hat too. Yeah, I, I saw it. We'll just give it a second. Yeah, we'll give it a second. You guys are going to listen to the sound of a, a real, real being spooled Yeah, up. a real spooling ring. <laughs> this, Brad, don't me. Yeah, way to go, Brad. Brad's the regular. Yeah. This is like Mike's redfish. Oh, that shit was funny. Alrighty, Fern. So, like, yeah. you know, your YouTube, your Facebook, like, what? How? How can people follow you if they want to come catch some of this action? Well, you can always follow me on Facebook. It's just my name, Fernando Garcia, or you can follow me on YouTube, uh, Fern the Fisherman, and my Instagram is like that, and my TikTok. Um, I'm about to make a, a page soon on Facebook that says Fern the Fisherman, but that's how you can find me. Okay, so right now, just Fernando Gonzalez on Facebook. No, Fernando Garcia. Garcia, sorry. Dude, I'm sorry. Bro, hey, it's okay. Us Mexicans, we got a lot of Gs. I'm Bro, sorry. No, I've heard worse, dude. So funny. I'm sorry. It's okay, dude. No, so Fernando Garcia, and then everything else is Fern the Fisherman, yeah. YouTube, Insta, and all that. So. so, going back to, like, the whole Facebook thing. So, you started, I mean, I, catch me if I'm wrong, though. Mm-hmm. You started a page called Texas Fishing? Yeah, Is I that did. correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tried starting a couple pages, but I just don't have time to run them. Yeah. So no. I, just, I just kept one, which is Texas Fishing, yeah. Yeah. How big is that getting right now? It's almost at 300 uh, followers. Oh, really? Yeah. So how, what made you start that? Just getting everybody involved or what? Yeah, just get everybody involved. And I didn't want to be like some of the other guys who start Facebook pages just for their guys' uh, pages, which is nothing wrong. I mean, I mean that's cool to do your thing. But I wanted to have one where, like, it wasn't run by guides. So, yeah. Yeah. Most definitely, man. I mean, now, like, do you have members that are guides that'll oh, yeah. po- that'll post, like, hey, yeah. you know, we had a good day or yeah, whatever? No, mine. I actually uh, comment their stuff and share it sometimes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I think I'm gonna. Ha- I think I think I'm following it, but I'm not sure. Well, like, I mean, me when when I first started in. Do you out, be red. Later, later be red. Take I'll care, bro. So when I first moved here uh, from California to San Antonio. Like, I was kind of under the radar. Then one day I was like, screw it. I'm going to start a podcast myself. And then uh, I actually got linked up with Jonathan from uh, Alamo Basin. I became a moderator on there and started doing stuff with him, too, as well. And then, I mean, I got busy as shit. Work took over. And then I kind of had to step back from all that stuff. So, but I like it. You know, you, you want to see the community grow. You want to see the anglers in the area that are going onto the scene and you know, fishing all these backwaters. And it's badass to see, you know, what other guys are doing just locally, like regardless of, yeah, I mean, Texas is huge and they've got so many bodies of water, but being here in San Antonio, local, you know, hitting, you know, the south side, the west side, the north side, the east side, and everybody's getting along, you know, that's badass to see. 
Yeah, bro. A lot of people uh, they DM me like, "Hey, do you have any tips for Canyon Lake or Choke Canyon?" Or I'll pay you, you know, a couple hundred bucks, and you we'll go fish your mapo and teach me a couple things. I'm like, I'm down, but that's not like really my thing. I don't really yeah. like guiding. That's not my thing. You know what I'm saying? I just like having fun and fishing. And um, I'll just tell people tips. I'll just give them tips. I'll let them know what they're biting on at the time, what you can do, or like how to improve and stuff like that. Yeah, most definitely. I mean. I mean, I had messages too, and and in all reality, like if you're listening to this and and wondering about fishing locally, or you know, Choke or Canyon or Medina or you know, Travis, the best thing I can say is time on the water, mm-hmm. because coming from out of state, I had to like learn all the stuff myself. And I mean, yeah, I had Mike G or you know, Clinton Taylor show me a couple things here and there, but mostly it was me and and how to read the water itself, and that's how I became a better fisherman in Texas itself. Yeah, dude, I have not been fishing for that long, bro. Like, especially, like, like hardcore fishing, like, really being out there on the water for eight hours plus a day fishing. I've never done that in my life. My brother started doing this, like, last summer, and mm. I spent most of that time at Choke Canyon. And this summer, I'm spending most of that time fishing Canyon Lake. Yeah. And I've been having a blast, bro. Yeah, but you're dominant. I mean, all the videos you post, you know, it's badass. You caught, caught a good one on the KGB, uh, the glide bait from uh, Spro that they came out with. That was pretty funny. To see, dude, the hype. I don't know if you've seen that video or not. No, Did you? I haven't. Oh, dude, the hype in the video. Hold on. Yo, <laughs> I, I was so excited, bro. It's so cool swimming fishing, bro. After that day, dude, I spent, I think I spent like $1,500 on glide baits since that day. And it's only been like a month and a half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My bad. AT and T is not working. <laughs> so this is that KGB fish. And is this your brother in the video with you? No, that's my buddy. That's my oh, buddy. gotcha. I met him at at a dicks. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That Dick Sporting Goods? Yeah. yeah, that's uh All right, just clarifying. Yeah. Just clarifying. <laughs> I didn't know if we were talking about hard bodies or what. Let's go, let's go, let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's freaking I got him, I got him, I got him. Let's go, dude. Oh, okay. Let's freaking go, dude. Let's go. The hypest oh, video I've ever seen. Awesome. Oh, this is awesome. God. Oh, dude, the net was stuck over here. It's all good. Yeah, we need to get out of there, bro. Oh, my. So, seeing that video, that's when I was like, okay, this dude's dope as fuck. Dude, that is cool. And that's on your Facebook? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, dude, I have so many videos stacked right now, but I don't have a computer to edit on. So, I just, I need to buy one soon. Yeah. (laughs) Quit spending money on swim baits. (laughs) Did you ever, have have you ever caught one on, like, a big glide or anything like that? Not on a glide. Dude, I don't even own a glide bait. Oh, wow. Don't don't, don't do it, bro. You want one? I'll just give you one. No, like, so, like, we've caught, I've caught fish on big swim baits before, like the big soft swim baits, like the big ospreys and oh, stuff okay, like okay. that. Yeah. But not a, not a glide bait. I don't own a glide bait. Dude, them Booker glide baits, bro, they work at Canyon Lake, dude. I mean, not the glide baits, the soft plastics. Yeah. Yeah. They, the, the burritos? The burritos, yeah, yeah. Bro, they work. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So, I remember my first one. I remember my first time, too. Yeah, my first time, it was casting. 
in California, Castaic Lake. It's right Dude, that's not even fair. Yeah, bro, okay. when, when you're when your first time throwing swim baits is in California, is bro, that even fair? It, it's because I didn't know what the hell I was doing, bro. Oh. So, and it wasn't even a big fish. It was two. And about as hyped as Fernando was, dude, that's how I was. I was jacked because it was something new. I'd never even experienced. I didn't even think I was going to catch shit. Yeah, no, for sure. But it came up and it bit, and it was badass to me, you know? So yeah. That's when I was stoked. So it's funny. You talk about swim bait bites that you get jacked up about, right? We were, my partner and I were pre-fishing at Amistad one time. And the water was up a little bit, so they were the bushes, you know, were kind of a little flooded, the little stick ups and stuff. Mm. And we were throwing those big ospreys around the bushes, the big swim baits. And I was in the back of the boat, we were going down the bank, and it's crazy because I didn't even catch this fish. But it was kind of like you just those those memories that are burned in your mind. And we're talking about swim baits. So I was in the back of the boat and I'd made a cast and my line, the like the the bow in my line had gone around a tree because mm-hmm. he was going forward with the trolling motor. So like I was trying to reel kind of fast so it wouldn't get hung up in the tree. Oh, and dude, the line was coming around the base of that tree. And right when that swim bait came around the base of that tree and it wasn't a big fish, probably a two or three pounder, but all you see is that swim bait. Cause it's happening probably 10 feet from the boat. Like I'm literally almost in, the bait's coming, and all I see is this big mouth just open up right behind it. And just, he doesn't get it, but like just those, just seeing it, like, oh, I was like, and then of course you try to kill it and stop it and yeah. everything. But it, I mean, we were moving already, but dude, that's like, I can see why people get so jacked up about a swim bait bite or a, or a glide bait bite, especially if you can see the fish hit it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I remember one time, it was a couple summers ago, I was with John Ochoa. We were down at Amistad, and we were right there in Little Zorro. Mm-hmm. And, um, at, Zo- at Little Zorro, they got like a, there's no fish in Little Zorro, by the way. Well, there's like a flat, right? What's his lake? Uh, Amistad? It's in Delrio. Oh, Amistad? Yeah, oh, okay, it's yeah. in Delrio. And uh, there's like a flat, and then it drops off. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was fishing the flat, and I had the Hill Country's uh, Hill Country swim baits, like their big, uh, it's like a UF little uh, big swim bait on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I was using that. Uh, I just got it and from Mike, and he was like, hey, let me know how it, how it is, right? They were following it. I had, like, six or seven follows. Well, the, the biggest key, too, is, like, even though you don't get bit on the swim bait, have a follow-up bait because no bullshit. As soon as I had those follows, I threw out a Senko. I was and just sure enough. Dude. I was just thinking that, like the minute you started talking, the minute I saw that fish come up behind that bait and open his mouth and not get it, you're right. I probably could have flipped a weightless cinco oh, back yeah. in there, and he would have just crushed oh, it. Oh yeah, bro. I do that all the time with topwater baits, dude. Yeah, I mean that's and that's the thing is like always, always be key on having a follow up bait to throw out. How do I follow up my Carolina rig? <laughs> You're fucking, I don't know, dude. Another Carolina rig? <laughs> I, I got two of them. I got two of them. That's exactly what I do. But when you're swim bait fishing, though, like, I mean, I mean, it, it's going to be time. I mean, there's been, there's been like 45 to 50 trips on every, like, just straight. All I'm taking is swim baits. I'm not taking nothing else, and I'll blink. But that one time, it's going to be a good fish. You know what I'm saying? And... And I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'd probably fish it for half a day. If I don't get a bite, then, yeah, I'm going to start, you know. Well, because you're still fishing for fun. It's ex- your day exactly. off or whatever. So exactly. you want to. But, I mean, there, there was trips where, like, I would just do it all day and then not get bit. But I'm not going to give up on it. 
but always try to key like key in when you're swim bait fishing to have a follow-up bait always because there's especially in the tournament situation use it as a search bait really to have them draw out so you know where they're at and then come back come back through again after the spots chilled out and then fishing yeah because you see a lot of guys like on the elite series and the pros they'll go like you hear them talk about fishing and practice and stuff throwing that big swim bait along all the docks and seeing the big fish come out and then go back during the tournament and flip it or skip a cinco under there or whatever you know exactly it's just the way i use swim baits is another tool another tool in the toolbox okay so Use it as a draw bait to bring them out, know where they're at, and then that way you can target them a different way. If they're not hitting the swim bait. Exactly. Hmm. That's the, that's that's the key thing that I take away from swim bait. There's some days where, like, I know I'm not going to catch it on the swim bait, but let me see if they're there. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. Most of the times, I'm just, when I first get to the lake, I'm always trying to just catch a fish first. So I'm, like, throwing my regular baits. I'm flipping in grass, throwing a Senko, throwing a little Kitek swim bait or Throwing a top water swim game. Once I catch a couple of fish, like two or three, I switch it up immediately. I go straight to a swim bait. So I'm not really like a numbers type guy with fish. I like catch two or three, and I'm satisfied with that all day, bro. I'll, I'll throw a big swim bait after that all day, and I'm and I'm fine with that. But even if I get bit or don't get bit or get followed, I'm satisfied with it. Yeah. I'll take one big one over 50 medium-sized ones. Really, that's how I am. I like the big ones, especially the dark ones. That's really saying, isn't it? No, Will, you're good. Joe's just acting a fool over here, dude. So, what's your, what's your favorite style right now that you like to fish? Dude, I like flipping in the in the grass or just punching through it, dude. Yeah. Because you never know where you're gonna catch it. You can always catch big and punching, bro. Yeah. And so, like, so like, what do you like to flip? Are you you like flipping plastics or you like fi- flipping big jig? What 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 do you like yeah, to flip? I'll flip a, Crawfish bait, a rage crawl with a two ounce weight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, um, I know they fish with live scope, but you got like the older guys who, you know, fish with without the fish line. They just fish old school ways. And I like fishing the old school way during the summer. I'll just flip and cover all day and cover, cover ground like that real fast. And, and I'll also flip a frog, you know, in like uh, shadow areas and stuff like that. That's all I do. Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, no, dude, that's, that's pretty legit. How's Canyon been anyways, though? I haven't it's, been out there. It's doing anyway. really, really good, but the, the water is getting real shallow in some areas. Again? Yeah. Damn, like still dude, all our lakes are falling, bro. It sucks, dude. This shit sucks. I know. It needs to rain bad. I, know, I move. I live, what, 10 minutes from Medina now, and it's fucking empty. I know. It's sad. Dang, bro. It is what it is, though. How much time we got? No, that's all right. Let's go ahead and wrap up. We'll take our first break, and then we'll come back with Fern the Fisherman, and we'll get a little more in-depth of what you got going on, dude. I bet, dude. Let's get it. All right. All right, so we're back here, back again, second segment. Also want to thank some of our other sponsors, Mikey G, 8 Screen Graphics. He's not here. I know. He's not here. Man. He's down in South Padre. Catching some bitch fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's down in South Padre working on his suntan. Yeah, I'm going this weekend. I'm yeah. going on Port Rand. But Mikey G, A-Screen Graphics, he pretty much handles all of our print stuff for the club. I know he's done some stuff with Will here in the shop and everything, and he does a great job. He also has his lodge down at Falcon, Casa Pescador. If anybody wants to go to Falcon, go fishing, look him up or hit us up. He's got all the got a great place to stay down there. And then, of course, uh, 
Last Call Guide Service, myself down in Rockport, Aransas. The best guide down. On yeah. The coast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. See, that's why I don't say that stuff because, you know. Just throw the big dick out. <laughs> no, no. I didn't even know this guy was a guide until like two seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, he tries to stay humble. That's right. what it is, bro. Oh, can we lower down my, my headset a little bit? Yeah, turn down the snare. Yeah. Let's see where you're at. Which He's the second one right there. This one? Yeah, how's that? that? Right that is that one? good? A little bit higher. Oh, 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 oh. Yep, out. yep. What? What? It went out. It went out? Yeah, completely out. Hold on. Technical difficulties. Come on, dude. Pull out the headphones. There what? You go. Can you hear it now? Yeah, I can hear it now. How's okay, that? Right there. You good? Yeah. Cool. All okay. right. So, but anyway, yeah, last call guide service, a screen graphics, Casa Pescador wouldn't be able to do it without us. And then also uh, Fish Tackle Marine, you know, Will hooks us up every week, lets us do it. So definitely want to give a shout out to all those guys. So back to you, Fern, the fisherman. So one thing is, you know, we were talking a little bit about your YouTube and stuff like that. So how long have you been doing the YouTube thing? I'm I'm really intrigued by it because like just last week we were talking about like, do we need to just do this podcast live like on YouTube or something? I mean, because we don't edit anything. Yeah. It's all kind of uncut. Un, like I'm not going to edit out that technical difficulty yeah. we just had because I mean, we're just guys bullshitting about fishing. Yeah, That's dude, what we want to do. Dope, bro. Like seeing this podcast live, it would be nice to you know. Maybe have like a little background going, some bass in the background, something like that. It looked dope. Yeah, no, for sure. That's what I'm talking about. I got it. But no, that's what that's why I'm intrigued by you know guys that do YouTube. I mean, I know Will's messed around in the YouTube game for a long time, but like someone like you, you know, what made you decide to, dude? I just want to do a fishing video. Dude, so I used to watch uh, one rod, one reel on on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And I used to watch him back then, like when he was like really really like into youtube and doing all like these um how do i say like adventure fishing trips where he would just like go to a river or a creek and go fishing for bass and upload it and get millions of views on it and that's how i started off i started fishing like creeks and rivers up in bernie <coughs> and um i made this youtube channel i have two youtube channels the old one i forgot the password to it so like i don't i don't know how to get back into hey, it start a new one, <laughs> start that, a that, new one. that's why i started a new one but i kind of wish i still had the password to that old youtube channel because that's the youtube channel that got the that one video eighty thousand views oh, okay, okay and it's just me screaming top of my lungs i'm fishing in this creek this urban creek in, in bernie literally like right next to the road and you can see all these cars passing in the background while I'm reeling in this like six and a half pounder on like a little Zara spook. And it was just so cool because I literally like was fishing the night before there and it was a full moon. I remember it was a full moon and I was throwing this little spook around and I couldn't see anything. I was just throwing it out there and just if I heard the blow, I set the hook uh. and I caught like maybe like six or seven bass like in like less than like 15 minutes, bro. And it was the most insane time I ever had fishing. And that's when I got hooked to like spook fishing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's what got my confidence out like fishing spooks. And then I told my brother, I was like, hey, bro, I found this really cool fishing spot. We need to go to it tomorrow morning. He goes, okay, bet. So we go to it and I grab the camera and I bring it with me. It's daytime so you can actually see what I'm recording. And I catch a six and a half pounder on my second cast. And I reel it in. I'm yelling and screaming and moaning. I'm doing all this type of stuff. And then I upload a video. And I upload like maybe like five or four more videos and I stopped. 
because I, I forgot the password to YouTube channel. So I, I kind of gave up. I just kind of stopped uploading. And then three years later, I see the video again that has 80,000 views. And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> so I made another YouTube channel and then I started uploading more videos. And I started getting, you know, like maybe 50, 60 views and it started climbing again, 300, 500 averaging views. And then from there, it's kind of been sitting like that for like the past couple of months. But I honestly feel like my YouTube channel is going to blow up pretty soon. Yeah. I just kind of need to stop being lazy with the video editing and the thumbnails and stuff like that. Well, the thing is, it takes forever to edit. That's it does, I'm, yeah. Like, because I know when, when I had a TikTok, it was like, it would take me like an hour to make like a 35 or 40 second freaking post. Yeah. So, like, it, it, to me, it's too much. Yeah, dude, like, it literally takes like two or three hours just to upload the videos onto my computer. And then like four hours to edit the videos after organizing the clips on my like on my files and stuff like that and then it takes like two or three hours to make a thumbnail and all this type of stuff and think of a, a title and stuff like that all these things and it's just so the one thing i will say that i have noticed because like with my facebook page for the guide service i ran a trip two or three weeks ago and i'm making the post on facebook and it says hey do you want to make a reel and it just takes the three or four pictures that you uploaded and it puts them into like a little, you know, a little like slideshow, a little loop and, it, and it, you, it plays music with it. Right. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Whatever. So I didn't even pick the song. I just used the song that they picked and I hit sure. Share it. Dude, people love the reels yeah, they do, because yeah. that was the first one I had ever done. And after like two days, I had like a hundred views on the reel and I'd only had like 40 people like the actual post itself on the thing. And I was like, people just like seeing that, the, the, the little short clips and the videos and the movies and stuff, I think more so than the pictures. Yeah. Because how many times do people see the pictures and go, oh man, that's awesome. But they don't comment. They don't say anything. They don't, you know. So yeah, I always try to make the videos interesting at the very beginning so I can keep the audience that you're talking about that just looks at it and doesn't like it and stuff like that. I want them to watch the whole video through or just as much as possible because that gets the algorithm up on these on these short videos and long YouTube videos. And this is what gets you what gets you more people to look at your, your videos and stuff like that. And the comments and obviously the likes. Yeah. That's, see, we need to talk to him more about this. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, I'm, I'm very intrigued by it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure lost. Yeah, dude. It, like, it also matters when you upload your video, like what time. No shit. Yeah, it does, yeah. So, like, you kind of you have to figure it out in your areas. Other people's areas is different. Like, if you're in Canada, obviously, it's going to be a different time. If you're up in... Yeah, East Coast, East West Coast. Coast. It's going to be different. For here, for me, I figured out that, like, 12 a.m., 2 p.m., and 6 p.m., and sometimes 7 p.m. are like good times to upload a YouTube video or a short video. Okay. Which that makes sense. You do it around noon. A lot of guys are at lunch, lunch. scrolling through their phone. Seven. And then six, seven right o'clock. Hey, we just finished eating dinner. Now I'm chilling on the couch, just scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or whatever. So. Yeah, and hashtags matter too. The hashtag you use matter. If you use too many hashtags, your your videos gonna get like too segmented into one part of like one space of like. The algorithm and it's never going to get seen yeah so like what do you think is a good amount of hashtags like four or five yeah, just kind of keep yeah, it like at four that or five yeah because mm -hmm. i i see some guys that post and they've got like 25 hashtags and i'm like oh yeah, okay. just try to keep the, the hashtag simple and describe what the video is and that makes sense yeah. you know 
like like for instance, you were mentioning that six pounder. You would keep it simple, like hashtag top water fishing, yeah. hashtag big bass, half, and just kind of like, but but make it pertain. Yeah. You don't want to, you know, like for instance, you caught that fish on a top water. You don't want to put hashtag you know crappie fishing at your whatever. It's just gonna be dumb. Yeah, yeah. You always want to use hashtag viral, hashtag FYP, which means for you page, and hashtag. Uh, did I already say viral? Yeah, yeah, viral and FYP. Yeah. And then after that, you can put whatever you want. Hashtag Slover shaking his ass, dude. Guarantee <laughs> you're going to get millions Ooh, of views. Whoa. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Jeez. Or just, uh, just put your wife in a bikini up with a video. Clickbait. <laughs> Clickbait. <laughs> right. There we go. That's what's up, though. So you're fishing like that, that Bernie area. So you're fishing like that downtown, old town Bernie type? Yeah, I was fishing the Bernie River. Okay. Yeah, the Cibolo Creek. Downstream. Yeah, way downstream now. Because I've only been down there, I think, one time when there was water in it, but I went back this last time when we had dinner down there one time and there was no water. Bro, the fishing is good there. I see huge bass all the time roaming around. So there. I work in Bernie, mm-hmm. and a couple of the Bernie, we call them Bernieites, but you know, the original Bernie people. Uh-huh. So apparently, back in the day, <coughs> back like in the 90s, 80s, 90s, stuff like that, there was a Bernie Bass Club. And they would go have their tournaments, but a lot, a lot of the keeper bass, the guys would bring them back and let them go in the Cibolo Creek there in the middle of Bernie. Oh, okay. oh dude, there's massive bass there, bro. Yeah, every year when they spawn, dude, they're sitting right underneath those trees, bro. Massive, bro. There's Fish. big, there's yeah. big catfish in that thing too. I remember when I was a kid, my, uh, I call him my cousin. He's not really my cousin, but his. <laughs> We, I don't, we got those two. Though. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. well, actually, so I don't know what to call him because he's actually my godmother's son. Uh-huh. Family. Yeah, just, just, exactly. Yeah, so, family. you know, he's, he's family. And he and I have grown up fishing together. In fact, the first ticket I ever got fishing was with him. And now he's a game warden. He's a game warden <laughs> from Lino County. But, uh, but we, his mom used to take us up there before we could even drive. And I remember walking up and down that Cibolo Creek in Bernie there and dude, big old like 20 pound blue cats swimming around in there and all sorts of stuff. Dude, Bernie Lake has got some big bass in it too. And big catfish, bro. Well, you know, the lake record of Bernie Lake's 12 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I got my first ticket on on my birthday. So check this out. So we can drive now. (laughs) He's a year younger than me. So we load his little bass buster. He's got one of them little bass busters with a trolling motor. We load this thing into the back of the truck and we go to Bernie Lake. And this is April 13th. It's my actual birthday. We're out there fishing and here comes this game warden up on a kayak. Paddles up to us and he's like, "Uh, guys, can I see your fishing license? And my family member, Ryan, is like, nah. He goes, I don't have a fishing license. I'm only 16. And I was like, sir, I don't have a fishing license either. I'm only 17. It's like, well, what about your IDs? Hand him our IDs. And he goes, uh, you know, the day you turn 17, you have to have a fishing license. And I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, 17? That doesn't yeah. that didn't make any sense to me. I mean, why not be 18 when you're an adult, yeah, right? Exactly. That makes more sense. I literally turned 17. It was that day. It was my birthday. And he wrote me a friggin' ticket on my birthday. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday, <laughs> sir. Here you go. I'm like, Jesus. But, uh, oh, well. It's okay. I mean, it's I just unfortunate, man. It just bro, sucks. I might incriminate <laughs> myself, but true story. I, I was on Amherst again, and I remember 
like when I moved here, tags and uh, so the tracker was out of date, right? That shit was out of date for I don't know how long, probably like four years. And I'm <laughs> I'm running in the devils, right? And I remember the game warning coming out of one of these coves, and he's tracking me. We get to the dock, and he just looks at me. And he's like, "You got tags?" And I was like, "Yeah, but I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, the California, I haven't switched them over." And the look he gave me, like, I, I just put on the trailer and I didn't even take the boat off the trailer for the rest of the weekend. No bullshit, dude. I was just like, okay, warned, got it. Okay, park it. Yeah, thank you, sir. <laughs> you know, I, hey, I was beginning to think about that. You talk about Amistad, right? I asked, I remember asking my partner Kyle one time, like, dude, why do why do we even buy Texas fishing licenses? We do nothing but fish in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you buy the Mexican fishing license? Yes, we yes. do. Because that does always catch me out. So they make, check it. Yeah, I make sure, dude. Like, if, I, if I'm fishing the Mexico side, I'll go make sure I have it. Anything like that. Well, like, I've never been stopped in Mexico. Well, yeah. I mean, because they don't even have boats that run anymore. Just I just imagine a ponga just rolling up. Well, like, sir. no, no, no. But, like, so apparently back in the day, Mexico used to have their own, like, game wardens and stuff like that that would patrol and stuff like that. But... The, I mean, we buy it all the time just because they check us in every tournament that we fish. You got a Mexican license? You got an American? Okay, cool, you know. Yeah. So speaking of tournament fishermen, have you ever fished a tournament? Um, I did one. I did twice. I fished uh, Thursday nighters. Yeah. The first time I fished it, uh, we didn't do too well because we were brand new to the lake. And the second time I fished it, I was still kind of new to the lake. And I didn't do well at all. So it was just kind of like. You're no, talking kind of about like the Canyon Lake, yeah, Thursday Canyon Lake Thursday nights. Yeah, so it was kind of like a bad experience, but I do want to get back into tournament fishing again. I just my life doesn't work in my boat, so I need to get that fixed. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, and it, and dude, it's a different mindset. It is, bro. Yeah, than just going out there because like if like y'all talk about throwing the big swim baits, right? And I mean, if you say, "Oh man, yeah, I'm gonna go fish this Thursday nighter, and I'm just gonna throw this big swim bait," dude, you're probably the chances of catching something and doing good are not very oh, yeah, good. So it's, you know, yeah. you got to kind of, it's a, it's a different mindset. It's a different, it's a different thing. Yeah. And I got that, I got that lake on lockdown right now, low key. I feel like if I enter those Thursday nights or not, I'll definitely come up and top five, maybe top three, but it's just to me, tournament fishing, like I don't really see it as me winning unless I'm getting more than like a thousand dollars. And like yeah. Thursday nights is just not for me. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, some guys have that competitive nature, and then some guys just fish for the love of fishing, and it sounds to me like that's kind of where you're at right now. Yeah, I just love fishing. Like, I don't see myself, like, making money off of fishing unless, like, it's, like, a big amount of money, then, yeah, I'm down to do it. But. See, and, and what's funny is it, it's really not even about the money for me either, like, when it comes to the tournament fishing. Yeah. I just know growing up my whole life being so competitive with all the sports, mm -hmm. like – fishing tournaments is my way to compete in fishing, like to compare myself to other anglers. You know, it's not even so much about the money because let's face it, even if I didn't fish tournaments, I'm still going to go fishing. Yeah. So really the only thing it's costing me extra is whatever the entry fee yeah. is, it's, you know, because I'm still going to go fishing no matter what. So I think that's why the tournament side drew to me so much was because it's that competitive aspect you know like playing sports and everything else i love being in a competitive space bro that's that's me too I, when i was in soccer and football i love competing 
Well, I used to play video games. I like competing, playing in tournaments, doing one v ones, making money off of it. I would make like two hundred dollars someday just playing Call of Duty for like maybe a couple hours. HVAC and Call of Duty, dude. That's where it's at. That's <laughs> fuck. That's your new I'm life doing goals, the wrong shit, dude. You are. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, I'm so just sitting there all day, bro. So days off. <laughs> so speaking of HVAC, because that's Joe's new slang saying HVAC's where it's at. But yeah. so is that what you do for a day job? HVAC? Yeah, I do HVAC and electrical. Okay. Um, I'm working on getting my license as we speak right now. I, I literally just submitted my, my application and I just got eligible to get my license. So I'm about to uh, submit my second application, which is like another paper to take my test and stuff like that. But I have to study for it. So dude, that's awesome, dude. Having once, a, once I do that, I'm going to start my own company. And dude, yeah. having a trade like that, you'll be employed for the rest of your life, yeah. especially when it's 137 degrees in San Antonio, like right now, everybody needs that AC. Yeah. And I didn't go through school, so I had to do four years of- Hey, you can work. you can come work on Will's AC. He'll trade you out for Bates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I've had people, uh, I, had, I went to a tattoo shop to get a tattoo, and this guy was like, hey, dude, I'll do my h drag and I'll, I'll do your tattoo for free. I was like- Bet. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but see, like, I mean, way off topic, though. Yeah. Cause, just because we're in trades. And th- this is how it felt me, correct me if I'm wrong, but the way that the world's turning now, it's like, I mean, let's face it, like, no one wants to do trades anymore. No one wants to do construction. They want to do, like, a YouTube star or, or all the social media shit. Yeah. And I feel like once the... Yeah, I mean, I'm still trying to get an OnlyFans. Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, my, yeah. my OnlyFans is kind of high. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But, like, these guys that are, you know, like, retiring, you know, the 45, the 50-year-olds that are retiring in HVAC or construction, like, who who's going to be there to replace them? There's, gonna, there's not going to be anybody. So uh-huh. the guys that are getting in right now, that's where it's at, dude. You know? I mean, that's, that's how I feel anyway. So, so the owner of the company that I work at, um, he and I talk about this all the time. And because so many people nowadays are groomed to this social media and go to college and get a degree and whatever it is, underwater basket weaving or whatever they you get your degree in, you yeah. know, there's so many different things. And there's so many people out there that have degrees and are still jobless or yeah. still working regular, just normal jobs that they didn't even need to go to college for. But we were talking about this. I don't know, six, eight months ago. And after COVID, it's so hard to find good help now. If you're good and you're dedicated, like right now is the time, dude, you could climb the ladder so fast because, I mean, you just, there isn't anybody out there to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, my uncle, he, uh, he owns an HVAC company called Vaqueros AC and this license is everything by him. And he, uh, he told me, he was like, listen, dude, you can really get into HVAC and make a lot of money. And he makes a good amount of money, but where he's at right now, he wants to stay there. He doesn't want to keep making more money because he told me straight up, he goes, I don't know how to manage all that money. I don't know yeah. what I'm going to do with it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean. But, and, but and that's good. Like knowing he kind of knows his space and his place yeah. and where he wants to be. And that's Because good. the thing is, if, if, you can't, if you can't manage all that and you're getting bigger and bigger and bigger, then your customer service is going to go down. Exactly. You know, and you don't, you want to keep it true, you know, true to that, true to what you believe in and true values. And if you get bigger and you can't manage that, then it's going to take a toll somewhere yeah. else, you know? And and I think it's in everything. Yeah. Like, definitely. I know we talked about it on the podcast, I don't know, 10, 12 weeks ago. I remember talking about Will. And that's what I love about this tackle shop so much is, I mean, 
if you want to know if they have a bait that you're looking for or whatever, it's like try getting a hold of somebody at Bass Pro or try getting a hold of the real department at Academy. Do you call oh, over yeah. there? You sit on hold for 45 minutes? Like, I think that's one of the reasons why Will is so successful is, I mean, anybody that sees his website online, they shoot him an email, he answers. They pick up the phone and call him, he answers. And he still has that customer service, I think, that is oh, yeah. really He's good. He's got the website running good, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the Fish Tackle Marine, for a local independent tackle shop, mm-hmm. it's like, it's hands down one of the best websites oh, yeah. I've navigated yeah. around because, you know, and that's another thing that I don't think people understand is when it comes to fishing, whether it's your Facebook page, whether it's your website, whether it's whatever, people don't like stuff that's hard to navigate. Yeah. Like if it's easy, they want like, you know, if someone gets on Will's website and wants to look at fishing reels, they just want to be able to click the button that says reels and take me there. Like they don't want to have to go through this page and then the next page and then the next page, you know. So it's, uh, you well, know, it's kind of like a testament of how it is now. Everybody wants it now. Yeah. You know, quick, fast. quick, easy and painless. Exactly. And that's what it's going back to. And going back to the whole hard work and stuff like, you know, me and my wife were having a conversation about this the other day. And uh, she was like, well, how come you're kind of hard on the kids? And I was like, you know what? Like, in 10 or 15 years when they're coming up in the world, like, if they have a little bit of drive, a little bit of discipline in themselves, and they hold themselves accountable, like, I want them to be just freaking murderers. Just because they're going to go so high in the world. Because kids nowadays, I mean, I see it now being a supervisor where I'm at. And it's so hard to get good help. And those guys that show just a little bit, I am there for them 24-7. I will bend over backwards for them because I know they're going to bust their ass. And it's oh, true, yeah. though. You know, yeah. so I just want them to be like my kids. I want them to be ruthless because just a little bit of ruthlessness will get them so far nowadays. No, you're right because I truly feel like, you know, what used to take you 10 years to get to a certain position, you could probably do it in five now mm-hmm. oh, yeah. if you just have the dedication. Oh, yeah, That's why we only have family working for us right now. Because we do not trust anybody else. Because we want work ethic, we want everything exactly you know, on the table. Exactly, that's how you build a badass business, though, too. Yeah, exactly. And what'll be nice is once you get your license and get a little older and a little more experienced, you know, you'll be able to apply all that same stuff to oh, yeah. doing these, your these own next deal. Next five years are going to be probably the biggest five years of my life for work and for fishing. Because I want to blow up on fishing on YouTube and tournament based, like you said. I want to become one of the biggest known tournament fishermen out there. And for HVAC, too. Dude, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Fernie the Fisherman HVAC. Yeah. Come on. Let's get it, man. I'm, I'm down with it. No, we'll, we'll check it out. I don't know. I don't hey, know if maybe knows. like Fern the Cool Fisherman. There you go. Since he's AC, you, you know. That's well, cool right there. Well, I, I don't know if you guys know about Matty Wong. Hashtag. Okay. Hashtag <laughs> Matty Wong. Hashtag Letter of Vision. I think Will knows about him a little bit. Yeah. No, um, I know about Matty Wong. So, he's a like, fisherman or what? Yeah, he's a fisherman. Yeah. Came from Hawaii. Okay. Started in California, Ventura Bass Pub, shout out Ventura Bass Pub. Um, started fishing, I think, 2018. And then by 2020, he was already fishing the Opens. The so, opens. no, 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 no. Dude, get your facts straight, bro. Some shit. Uh, See, I don't know anything about like, these fishing right. posts that right. my brother does. My little brother, right. he's keeping Slow, Slover's going off the handle here. So, check it out. Matty Wong, grew yeah. up in Hawaii, moved to California. Got into fishing like you. Started fishing ponds, rivers, creeks, whatever. Got into a bass club, Ventura Bass Club. You are right about that. So, and then he started, of course, Ventura Bass Club 
I don't know if Ventura Bass Club is, but over there in California, the BASS, the Bass Federation, yeah, or the, ba- the Bass Nation. And those guys, they take like the top 50 guys. You start in your section, and then you go to your state, and then you go to your region, and then they have a big national tournament. Well, it's 2023, so in 2022, he qualified for the nation national championship. And it was over on the Red River, I think, here, uh-huh. Texas, Louisiana. And, dude, this guy was fishing in a 1990s model Ranger with a 150. Didn't even have a graph on the front deck. Didn't oh, even, didn't have spot lock, live scope, none of that. And, dude, and he made it. He, he either won. I think he won. Yeah, he won the nation championship. Yeah. And now he's sponsored and fishes the Bassmaster Elite Series. Well, I need to search this guy up. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, was Matt... this guy fishing the crankbait, like off this little river system, off, off, like, off, like the. Oh man, I got you. I yeah. got you. I'll pull him up. Sponsored right by uh, Megabass. Yeah, he's sponsored by Megabass. Yeah. Is, he, is he like Chinese yeah. looking? He's Hawaiian. He's Asian? Yeah. Yeah, he is Asian. Yeah. I think I think I know who you guys are talking about. I saw like a little short clip of him on yeah on the shorts. No, but his name's Matty Wong, and I mean, dude, he is like the poster child for us starting out us everyday guys that wanna right? that wanna try to make it. You know, see, stuff can happen like that in, in one day, one night. It can happen any anywhere, bro, to anyone. Yeah, exactly. And because he won the nation, they give him this year. He's fishing out of a brand new Skeeter bass boat. And he gets his. I think he gets his. I'm a Skeeter Ranger. No, he's uh, no, he's a Skeeter because Skeeter's sponsoring he's bass, I think. But and then he what? Triton. Oh, he's fishing in a Triton. He switched. Oh, that's right. He did get a boat deal. Sick, dude. No, that's right. Yeah, and then if you win the nation, you're sponsored by the nation. Like his rap on his boat says Bass Nation, and they pay for part of his entry fees and stuff like that. And it's it, dude, it's dude, that's a dream, like bro. he truly came from, he was just an everyday guy like the rest of us. And now he's fishing the elite series. That's sick, bro. Okay. I think, yeah, I think yeah. that might be him. Yeah. Yeah. Maddie yeah. He's bro. cool. Yeah. And he's energetic too. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get his info after the live stream. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For sure. But all right, man, well, let's wrap this segment up here and we'll, Get back on here and we'll close it out. Yes, sir. All right, back for back again. So we kind of like, I feel like when you were talking in the beginning about like kind of how you got started on YouTube, Facebook, and stuff like that, we started talking and we just rolled with it all the way to like where you're at now. But yeah. how how did Fern the Fisherman begin? Like, I mean, who 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 put a rod in your hand? Yeah, like when dude, my when did... dad put a rod in my hand, dude. I was so small. I was like. I think I was like three years old, two years old. He put a rod in my hand, and and um, I was uh, I would always fish the Guadalupe River when I was a little kid, and my dad would always tell me he'd be like, people will always come up to him and be like, yo, look at this little kid throwing a fishing pole at two, three years old, like not just throwing it, like casting it out there, like bombing it out there and catching fish, and it went from like bluegill to bass to catfish. And throughout the years, I kind of just stuck with that for, like, until I was, like, maybe, like, 13. That's when I kind of started exploring out into, like, the bass fishing world. And that's what, like, got me hooked into fishing. I liked fishing back then, like, when I was a little kid. But, like, I just didn't even, like, I always used to go to bass pro shops, and I would never see, like, these lures 
sitting like in the in the aisles. I would never see them. But then one day when I got into bathroom, I started seeing all these bath lures, started like looking at them and I'm like, wow, this is so cool. And that's just what like really got me set into fishing and stuff like that. That's cool. So, does yeah. uh like does your dad does he still fish with you ever or um so not as much or he, he used to fish with us all the time on my boat, but then he just kinda like stopped. You know, he's getting in that old phase, so he doesn't really like going out in the heat and fishing a lot anymore. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, <laughs> dude. I'd rather stay home, lay back, and chill. Shit, I'm like 32 or 33, and now I just want to fish from January to April. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, he used to, we used to go fishing. Like, we used to go hardcore fishing, stay at night, morning, days. We used to camp out in Medina when Medina was full and stuff like that. We always used to have a fun time fishing. That's awesome. Yes. So, I mean, I know you do a lot of freshwater stuff. Have you uh, you ever spent any time down at the coast? You ever gotten oh, to yeah. fish at the coast? Each summer, I always go out fishing. But I only get to go out once a year, which kind of sucks. I really do like saltwater fishing, but I just never get to go out that much, as much as I want to. No, that's cool. Yeah. It's, I guess what I love about it so much is it's so different, but at the same time, it's so similar. Like the way you catch trout and the way you catch redfish and stuff, a lot of the bass techniques and stuff carry over even though you're using a little bit different bait like dude if you like throwing swim bait swim baits wreck at the coast oh yeah uh, so i mean or if you like throwing top waters they're money at the coast too so I, you know i feel like yeah it's a little bit different but if you you know if you like bass fishing you're gonna love catching it's those reds. simple and fun saltwater fishing yeah it is yeah. it is i agree with that so put me on i mean i'm going to port aransas and on break let me pull this bag out because you, you got some jig heads, some spooks, and some down souths. Yeah, that's pretty much all you need, dude. That's it? That's all you need. How am I going to fish this shit, though? <laughs> well, those down souths, man, I mean, you just run them on that jig head, you know, just an open jig head. Dude, I, it's almost kind of like, uh, you know the way you fish a jerk bait? Yeah. Like, you know, you get used to your cadence, like what's working whether it's two pops or three pops or whatever, those jig heads are like those down souths are a lot the same. You cast it out there, you let it sink to the bottom, and you you can pop it once, pop it twice, pop it three times. And I just kind of vary that until you figure out like, hey, man, they like that double pop or they like one big hard pop and then let it sink to the bottom and they hit it on the fall or you know, so it's just learning until you get the feel for it. But those jig heads and then, of course, top water, just yeah. like bass fishing in the morning, just throw that spook out there. And All right. So am I going like in the troughs, though? Or what? Yeah. So like if you're going to be fishing in the surf, because okay. you're going to be in poor day, right? Yeah. So if you're going to be fishing in the surf, basically right where you can drive the car down. So if you consider if you've got the beach, right, and then you're going to have the first little gut of water where maybe it's calf deep or whatever and then it's going to get shallow again that's the first sandbar and then once you walk past the first sandbar it'll get a little deeper maybe like knee deep or thigh deep well like early in the morning i like getting on that first sandbar and you can just walk and just parallel the beach okay. walking down that sandbar and you can cast out into the second gut you can cast up into the first gut in between the sandbar and the beach just until you find the fish and you can go work back and forth, back and forth. And that's what I like to do. Okay. Yeah, this is some good information, bro. <laughs> bro, I've gone, I've gone saltwater fishing before, but only with like 
uh, a bobber and a shrimp and just popping it. Maybe a mullet every once in a while or something like that. Yeah, I call it popping each other's assholes. <laughs> just popping corks. Popping corks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Sorry, I'm a fool. Yeah, I'm a, my bad. No, but so like, I mean, and I know you're going with the family, so you ain't going to get to fish a whole, whole lot, you know, yeah. I'm sure. But yeah, if you can get out there, like if you wake up early while the kids are still sleeping and you can cruise down there just for an hour, like as the sun comes up, that first or second gut, I mean, it's warm. You can just friggin' and it's, it's the, it, the beach in Port A, I mean, it's super hard sand, so you don't need waders or anything or wading boots. I mean, dude, you can just walk barefoot. Yeah, yeah. You just walk up and down the beach and just kind of in and out, knee deep or so on that first sandbar and fish the second gut, fish the first gut. And I mean, you're going to run into them eventually. Yeah. All right. What, 65 pound rate. What? You'll catch a stingray. Yeah. Foot, yeah. And, and honestly, dude, as far as the, I mean, I use like 20 and 30 pound braid on a lot of my stuff. Okay. Uh, some of my big redfish rigs, I, I use 40 and 50 even. But to be honest with you, what you're going to do up and down the beach right there, dude, if you take a bass rod that's got 12 or 14 pound test on it, you can do it with that too. You don't have to have braid. Bitch, with some target. Exactly. I mean, yeah, dude, 12, 12, 14 pound fluorocarbon, you're golden, man. All right. I'm yeah. excited now. No, no doubt. Yeah, dude, I'm excited. I still haven't gone fishing as this summer to the beach, but I'm about to go pretty soon. Yeah. No, in fact, uh, just this past weekend in Port Aransas, they just had the second stop of the Professional Redfish League. Hmm. It's a, it's a, it's all along the Gulf Coast. They have tournaments in Texas, Louisiana, Florida, South Carolina. They have them all over the place. Well, it, they've got like three different tiers. They have the Open Division, which it is 250 bucks a team. Anybody can fish. And uh, you. it's two redfish. It's one day. They're just one day tournaments. In fact, there's okay. one There's one this weekend in Port O'Connor. I'm going to go fish it this weekend. And, uh, and then the next level up is the pro division. And those are two day tournaments. And they're 750 a team. And then they have the next level up, which is the Excalibur Tour. And the guys that just won that won $41,000. But those entry fees are three thousand a team, Wally. yeah, three thousand or thirty five hundred a team, and they just had that in Port Aransas this last weekend. And in fact, uh, a uh, a couple of buddies of mine, Chris and Mark, they are uh, they got fourth place this past weekend. So, and I'm going to be fishing against them this weekend. So they'll be down in Port O'Connor. So we're going to get together Friday night and try to do a podcast Friday night from down there. Do it. So, yeah, do it yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. So kind of get, you know, an insight of the guys that are really hardcore into the saltwater stuff. Well, that's what's up. Dude, yeah. I want to get into it, but I want to get one of those shoal water boats. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, bro. Those things are sick, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're just as expensive as bass boats. I, buddy. Want, I want to take a ride in the Simmons. Oh, yeah. Simmons, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like just seeing him run across. The, oh God! Uh-huh. I see those videos, and it's just mind blowing. Dude. Oh yeah, cool. absolutely. Take me around in your boat. Come on, I want to see a Mayak, dude. Let's go. I want to get go. it. This thing's dope, dude. I seen that. I seen it on the trailer, and I want to see it in the water, man. <laughs> Serious. Yeah, for sure. Well, Fern, man, dude, I can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast, dude. Yeah, no problem. Bro. I hope yeah, you had a good fun, time, dude. Yeah, this is my first time ever doing anything like this, so. Well, you fit in just well, just we're, right. We're popping the chair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe I'll start my own podcast. Hey, yeah. dude, no doubt. I mean, any dude, any like we talk about, you know, when it comes to tournament fishing or just fishing with your buddies or whatever, you know, 
my favorite time of going fishing is, of course, I love to fish, but it's meeting back up at the camp or having a few beers with the guys and talking about fishing and just sitting around. And that's kind of what we try to do with this podcast. Just make it, this is our weekly, uh, our weekly therapy, dude. This is how we get our fix. Church. Right. Church. <laughs> what is my, my Wednesday my... night, Wednesday night church of the truth. <laughs> but, you know, so like, that's kind of, you know, that's why we really don't have a script. We really just kind of go off the cuff and just talk about whatever we want to talk about, yeah, man. Well, it's fun, bro. It's sick doing this stuff. Like no, this. that's awesome. Well, you're definitely going to have to get back on with us and, um, you know, we'll definitely go ahead and plug your, uh, YouTube and Instagram and stuff one more time. So that way the guys know what's up. And if anybody wants to follow you and check out some of your screen videos. <laughs> yeah. If you guys just want to check me out on my YouTube, no, on my, yeah, on my YouTube, Instagram and TikTok, it's Fern the Fisherman. If you guys ever want to get in contact with me, just DM me on Instagram or hit me up on Facebook, which is Fernando Garcia. You'll find me on there. I'm like probably the only brown Mexican here in San Antonio. So <laughs> <laughs> that fish is... <laughs> He's 20, he's what, 22, 23? Yeah, 22 years old. 22, but he looks like he's 18. So. Yes, very, very much so. But no, Fern, thank you again for coming on. Joe. I was dope, man. Was hell dope. yeah. Enjoyed. Glad you made it back this week. So yeah. I'll be back next week, too. I'll be back. Nice. We're going Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Oh, so cool. I'll be, I'll be back. I'll be back next Wednesday for sure. Awesome, man. Well, hey, everybody, I hope you all enjoyed the episode, and we'll catch up with you all next week here at Fish Tackle Marine. Later, y'all. See you Later. Guys.